Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of DadCast. I'm your host, JP, joined as always, Nick What's up? Martin. How are you, sir? I'm good. We're doing another on-site podcast this is, today. This is actually pretty cool. This is a nice room. It is a nice room. Very it's nice. a little it's a little echoey, little but bit. we'll see how that works out in the final rendition. Otherwise, I have some, the, getting the cars some editing to do. Us. Yeah, you do have a <laughs> point there. Uh, today, we are joined by, I, I, I'm really excited for this guy. Okay, because, well, in the introduction, you'll understand. His okay. name is Chris Barnett, and he is a fellow radio guy, just like me. And that right there will take up this entire hour. We won't even talk about <laughs> being a dad. I'll just, yeah. we, we can talk radio all day long. You <laughs> exactly. know what I mean? We yeah, could. So. Chris Barnett, welcome to DadCast, yeah, man. JP, good to see you. And uh, Nick, of course, yeah. as well. And uh, it's good to be on your show. Uh, we appreciate it, man. Yeah. So first of all, right of passage, the, uh, the the biggest question we always ask right off the bat, Chris, are you a dad? Yes, I am. And tell us how many kids, names, uh, okay. ages, well, have they been to jail, any of that stuff? Yeah, well, it, time goes by. I have to tell you, they say, hey, your kids will be out of the home before you know it. And I, my oldest is going to be 17, oh. uh, 16 going on 17. I've got a 14-year-old and a 13-year-old, and they're all girls. So okay. I'm outnumbered <laughs> in my home, JP. I'm outnumbered. I okay. bet, man. So my so. oldest, my stepdaughter, is 17 next week. Say mine's Actually, know what? Really I take that back. This week. December 3rd. Today so is... I can relate. My oldest daughter's birthday is December 3rd. Oh, there you go. That's crazy. She's going to be uh, 17, going on 30. My birthday's December 3rd. Wow. So it's a popular... It's a crazy event. Sagittarian world. My a birthday's Sagittari- December 12th. Well, that, then you're in with that Sagittarius. Yes, yes, I am. So what is that like, man? Three uh, children, I'm assuming the wife. Yeah, the wife, uh, of course, too. So I'm, I'm outnumbered. i got four ladies at my house, and uh, uh, I've got a male cat. So there you go. That was my so next question. I've got a Maine Coon cat. He's a huge cat. And I said, I want a lion in my home. You know, So the biggest thing I can get legally was a Maine Coon. Yeah. And let me tell you, he's a dog cat. And he... He owns a house. So I said, I got a little bit of testosterone with him in there. there and then go. when me, I'm a little outnumbered, but uh, no, uh, you have to roar and then you get squeak, 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 squeak. <laughs> and you're like, come down. But the girls are great. I, I always wa- I wanted a boy, but uh, God gave me uh, girls and you know, you just got to go with it. And I have to tell you, they're awesome. They are uh, uh, daddy's girls. You know, uh, I think you have that bond. That's a little bit different there. And, they are just amazing. They are active in sports. Uh, we have them. They go to New Hope Christian School. So we had them in public schools. And then we, we said, you know what? There's something going on. I went to public schools, and it was great. I loved it. Hidden Valley High School. I loved it. And then now it's just changed a little bit. And I'm not going to say I'm going to date myself. I'm too old now, right? <laughs> but honestly, it's changed a little bit. Um, and so the private sector has been... Uh, a great experience, and uh, some of those core values are still there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but they're uh, they're maturing so fast; it's just amazing, JP. Uh, that before you know it, they're out of the home. I hear you. All right, so <laughs> I'm actually they're not out of the home yet. No, um, I'm going to have to. I have to do a dis- there for a while. I have to do a disclaimer here real quick with okay. you, Chris. Uh, so, being a radio guy like myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I've now noticed, you know, it, it takes just a minute to, to size people up here and okay. there for different things. Okay. And you're like me. You like to talk with your hands, right? Get my hands which is to great, myself. Which is great. Yeah. But you got to do me a favor. Okay. Don't bang on the table. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. We got, we got, because all of a sudden the camera footage is going to start shaking when, when you get excited. Totally understand. So if we want to do this, idea. and we want to So how about if here, I don't put my arms up on the table? You can, you can, you can do this. <laughs> uh, I mean, we can do whatever you want, but okay. okay. All right. So hey, d- guilty for the record. 
guilty. For like the first 10 episodes we did. Yeah. You're just, like, boom. I'm like, oh my God, I have a good point to make. Bam. And then you and saw your footage being yeah. a little bit He's just now telling me that's what was going on. I just. I just <laughs> the whole time you're like, I why is it shaking? Like, Do we have an earthquake? <laughs> no, no, no. That's. All right. That's a good so, point. Though. So moving on, moving on. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I just. I'm a sickler for good footage. No, you got to. You know what I'm saying? You got to do that. But I hate telling what people to do in their own house. And this is your house, man. No, no. (laughs) Hey, no problem. You know, I just, uh, no, I'm very, uh, you got to use your hands. Now you're self-conscious. I apologize. So about the teenage daughters, have you um, encountered any, and I like to go negative first and we we end up much, very positive, but has there been any negativity, any issues, any really hard times being a dad uh, to a teenage girl, much less three of them. Have, have those arose yet? Because we, Nick and I, we have issues here and there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I would say uh, getting them to do what you want them to do. It, yeah. It's like, hey, guys, pick up after yourself. Hey, put the dishes away. Stuff right? like that. The command thing of, of right. telling them what to do, <laughs> they kind of come up, why? And... <laughs> And I, I'm not the only person going through that. And I'm like, uh, because uh, I'm your dad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that's your mom. And you live in my house. Right. And I think that the rules, uh, gosh, if I would have talked back to my parents, it would have been like, you're grounded, blah, blah, blah. Now it's like, give me your phone. Right. <laughs> and the, yep. the best thing you can do for punishment is take away their phone. But you got to remember to take away the tablet, the, the tablet, watch, the iWatch, the everything. <laughs> The even, sunglasses. Even the, even the freaking TV. Oh, like, you I know. You gotta take that away too because it's a smart TV. Amazon though. or whatever yeah. TV, smart yeah. TV. So, so I find it. It's hard to get them to do what you need them to do, and you're all you're trying to do is teach them, right? And I say, hey, you guys will learn this later when you have your own kids, and then you're gonna be wondering, oh, Dad, I should have listened to you, and I'm like, yeah, but you guys think you know it all. I've been there, done that. But I still listen to my parents, and I go, you have to have somebody in charge. And if you don't have somebody in charge, the kids really want that. They want somebody to be the disciplinary. They may not like you when you're doing it, but really we all need some guidance. And if we didn't have structure, we'd be wild animals. We'd be all over the place. So mm, we I couldn't structure. agree more, man. So yeah. I'm going through. My daughter has two jobs now, right? She yeah. goes to school. She's 17. She has chores that she's supposed to do and a yeah. dog she's supposed to take care of, right? So okay. she, com- she comes home and immediately showers and goes in her room and locks herself in her room and plays music. And I'm like, uh, dude, chores, your dog? Dad, I just worked all day. I'm like, what, what, what <laughs> you think I did? Yeah, exactly. You have a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have a podcast, Dad. You don't know what I had to you, do You today. talk to famous people. I'm like... <sighs> so what? <laughs> and you can too, but you got to yeah, figure out what exactly. you want to do in, in life. And and my my daughter works. She works at uh, a place in town here. And uh, um, I don't know if we're, we can say yeah. where they work. Baskin Robbins. She nice. loves it. It's her first job. And there you go, Baskin Robbins. Yeah, Baskin Robbins got a free plug. There you That's go. Right. Ching. But um, free ice cream for a year. <laughs> and. Um, but she loves it. She's learning some skills. She's learning how to work with other people. You have to do that because this virtual world that we've gone to oh, with man, the COVID yeah. thing, they were huddled in. And I go, they need exposure. So they're in sports. Cool. And sports were, uh, they were still having it. And they go to Christian school, which they are going to school. Mm-hmm. So they have experienced under COVID that don't be a hermit. You still got to have that interaction with people because if you don't have that interaction with people, you're scared to talk to people. Right. You're scared to, oh my God, he said something to me. Well, are you going to talk back? <laughs> I mean, like have a conversation yeah. or are you just going to be scared? And I've right. noticed that with other, some of my friends, kids, um, that you can tell that they didn't have a lot of interaction during COVID. Mm-hmm. And they're starting to become uh, where they'll hide somewhere. And I'm like, hey, come on out. Come and join us, you know, and try to get them out of their cocoon or whatever they're in, you know, because they just were told to stay in the room and don't go out because of COVID. And I'm like, um, people need to communicate. We're not meant to, to, to be shunned in a corner. Right. Well, my son, he, he got it's a, that story you just told. 
We didn't purposely send him to his room, but he ended up spending a lot of time in his room, but with a pair of cans on in front of his computer playing online games. And I'll tell you what, uh, there was plenty of talking going on. Oh, yeah. That was where I first heard my son <laughs> drop his first F-bomb. Oh, great. While playing Xbox. Yeah. He, was t- oh. he was probably 9 or 10 at the time. Okay. And uh, that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. We had, we had, we had a little little so, hey. teaching lesson at that point. <laughs> yeah. But thankfully, he still got his interaction, at least communication-wise. Uh, we blocked that kid, other kid, for the record. But, you know, he, he wasn't... I think a lot of children, a lot of kids had a lot of that, not only in, within distance learning. Yeah, uh, you, you know, and with their peers in school and talking to one of these, you know, with a camera on it. But I mean, the interaction they did get. Yeah. I mean, a lot of them did through through electronics and the new way of the future, it seems like, well, which I think sucks. I still wish, you know, go play. Yeah. Come come. The lights yeah, come I, back. I, on. Mean, I remember being a kid all day on my mountain bike all over Merlin writing until it gets dark and maybe coming home up. Sometimes you camp out in the woods. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, and then your dad and, calls you for dinner with a whistle. Yeah. That's how my dad did. And I was yeah. like, Oh, dad's called us for dinner. We got to pedal home. Exactly. And, um, it's really weird with technology. I love technology. I think it's great. We're learning it too. Uh, so it's not just for young people. Uh, we love technology. I love technology. It's just, sometimes you just got to cut it out just and just go, you know what? Let's just watch a movie with all devices off and let's just uh, watch a Christmas story or whatever it is, you know? Because honestly, we get too wired. I think we're too wired sometimes. I agree. I, I'm guilty of yeah. it. Look uh, at us right now. Uh, we're all <laughs> exactly. wired. Bop, 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 exactly. Bop, I mean, bop. we got one, two, three, yeah. four cameras going oh, yeah. on in here. Yeah, right? we got four cameras in here. Five, actually. Five? Okay, well. You love the camera. We're trying out a, two, a, a double double testing of this uh, guy over here. Okay. We'll, we'll see what happens. Right, but. See what happens on that one. <laughs> but uh, you know, I mean, we are we're wired world, and sometimes it's good to just shut it off. Yeah, but and, we we fall you know, into that that generation where we have both. We know yeah. how to function with both. We know how to use both. Yes. It's not like our parents when they asked to you know record that VCR or program yeah. that VCR. Yeah. It, no clue how to do it. No. But we, I'm afraid what technology does come out here in the next 20, 30 years oh. when we are senior citizens, where we eventually go, I don't know what how to do this, and you call your kids. <laughs> or is that not going to happen because we are in that know. special group that knows both? I'm afraid for the, next, like, the next three to five years with the whole meta universe thing that's being created by Facebook where Correct. it's all virtual reality, 3D mm-hmm. craziness, dude. Oh, it's, yes. Life's going to get weird. End of times. Yeah. The meta. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, okay, Zuckerberg's going to do the meta thing, and it's a and, and it's he, a atmosphere, right. a culture. He right? makes it all cool. Like you go to school, and you can like you're learning about Africa. You can actually go to Africa from your classroom, touch and feel stuff in Africa. Uh, and I'm like, hmm, interesting. He made it really, really. I'm sold, and yeah. I shouldn't be. <laughs> what was that movie? Yeah, uh, a gaming movie. Steven Spielberg. Ready Player One. Yeah. Have you seen that no, movie? I don't think okay. I've seen it's gonna that. Be like that. That's yeah. exactly what you're yeah. talking Ready about. Player one. Where they yeah. basically put time. on a suit okay. and gloves yes. okay. and, a, and a virtual reality headset. Okay. And they just, and, and there's a contraption, like a treadmill, that lets you run, walk, spin, jump, and it suspends you. You're not going to get lost or run into anything. Okay. And if someone punches you, you know, or you get shot in a game in the, in the you chest, feel you feel it. You don't die, mind you. Yeah. But uh, that's. We're, we're not that far from no. that. We're not and, that far. And it takes away all human interaction. Like It's just a different human interaction. Different, but you're not actually interacting with another human. Well, well you are <laughs> in a digital space. Yeah, like flag and football. Remember? And that beautiful girl could be a 500-pound man. <laughs> could be. It could oh, be. Man. So welcome to the, welcome to the future, Nick. Oh, this ought to be fun. Yeah. yeah. You, uh, you don't have to travel anymore. And that's one thing, too, is I like traveling. And I think that um, now they're just telling you to stay at home. Like, uh, right. I'm in the Air Force Reserve, and everything was all Zoom calls last year. And yeah. It was like, uh, I want to go interact. I want to touch the stuff. I want to fly. I want to meet with people. I want the culture, right? Yeah. You want to be around that culture. I go, it's hard to get a culture when you're looking at a laptop. Oh, yes. I. It's it's hard to do that. I know. You know? So I, I just, end up doing this all the time now. Yeah, I know. I just, <laughs> like, strap me down. But um, no, I, I think that um, we got to be interactive with each other again. 
And we can have technology and do stuff like this. Absolutely. No problem at all. But if I'm doing it remotely and you're piping into his house and then you're piping yeah. into my house and we're all three different locations, it's not the same as you, us three being in a room like this. And I think there's something to be said, and the Air Force is having problems with it. Um, people were getting burned out of Zoom calls, and I don't blame them. I was like, where's the camaraderie? Mm-hmm. When you get a group of people of like people, like gamers, yeah. they want sometimes to be together to talk shop, right? You can't talk shop all the time when you got to press a button, raise your hand, and go, hey, can I speak on um, in Zoom? Hi, I'm such and such. And you're in your pajamas. You look like business up front. Right. Your pajamas <laughs> the ball, bottom there. I just, uh, I just hope that we don't forget that people are people and we need that interaction. Yeah. You know, and our kids, like this whole thing, you know, with our kids, I want them to interact and don't be shy. Mm-hmm. You can hide behind a camera and do all that, but real life, are you going to be able to survive? Yeah, exactly. I mean, just going to the store and somebody talks to you and you're just like, my kid uh, wanted to ride his bike. My son, he's 11. He wanted to ride his bike with his friends yesterday to the store. Out of my neighborhood, you know my neighborhood, yeah. Nick. Na- great neighborhood. Yeah. But as soon as you get out of it, major highways <laughs> yeah. or major, okay. major, major roads. Okay. And the closest store is no. Just long story short, no, you're not. Nope, yeah. not happening. But not, not dad, roads. now. No. Yeah. But then I think back to me at 11 years old in sixth mm-hmm. grade, riding my bike with my friends. I would run across the 101 freeway in L.A. <laughs> To get to the bowling alley to play Double Dragon with my friends like at Frogger. 11 years old. Like exactly. <laughs> and there was also a little underground uh, like sewer tunnel that if you, if you walked, if you hunched over, you could make it through under the freeway. Oh, but I'm yes. thinking, uh, yeah, after the snake incident, we never did that one again. <laughs> we'll tell you that story another time. But my point of, of this story is, is I have become the overprotective parent yeah. without, and, and, and I'm not the overprotective parent of the two parents. Ho, 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 mama. You know what I'm talking about. She is, you know, and bless her heart, but sometimes a little overbearing, a little overboard when it comes to the overprotectiveness of the kids, which I understand she's the mama bear. I, but I'm less, but I think back to what I did, what I was allowed to do, and I really wanted to say yes, go ahead. But I, I still couldn't. I'm just not ready for that. Yeah. I, it, it, what I'm saying. So there's that too. Well, also, the parents are closing off the children a little bit more. Yes. And 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 I don't think the world has changed in the fact that there's evil out there, or more or less of it. I this, think this has changed. It's brought it yeah. closer, and we all are very much more aware of bad things, bad people, bad incidences, bad things that ignorance, could happen to our kids. Uh, what was it? Ign- ignorance, ignorance is bliss. bliss. It's, it's kind of like I don't want to know. I just want to go and. Uh, to the lion's den and, and my, my kids, we just got back from a vacation and we went, uh, um, to different cities and stuff like that. And my, we went to new Orleans. Okay. Oh. Have you ever been to new Orleans? New Orleans. New Orleans. I have it's not. It's a dirty place. It's really a dirty place downtown. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. I went there like younger days in the air force and it was fun. Well, I go there and these people were coming up to my daughters and stuff. Hey, you want some beads and, and very intimidating. Uh-huh. And my kids were very uncomfortable. They wouldn't walk a block down. And I said, oh, come on, guys. They said, no, can we take an Uber home? We're not going to walk home, are we? And I go, it's just right down the road. And they're like, I go, I got gotcha. you. But they were scared. Yeah. And, uh, and I, what I didn't know is like, it's changed that much. I right. guess it is scary now. I guess I wouldn't put my kids through that again. But I want them to get some culture in them. So I'm like, let's go downtown and see how the people live in the uh, Did the 17-year-old handle it better than the other two? Or was yeah, she the, the other, one? No, she she just kind of stayed quiet and moved with mom. And then the other two younger ones yeah. were the ones scared out yeah. of their wits. And they're like, uh, I'm scared. And I'm like, don't worry. I got your back. Dad's right behind you. But I didn't want them to be too scared because people are people. And I go... Just because they're different than you and they have a different background and some of them are homeless. I said, I still want you to interact with them because all they're doing is just trying to be nice to you. Yeah. It came across scary, but I go, they're just trying to sell stuff and you can say no, thank you and move on. But they were just like, yeah, same thing in Vegas. It froze recently. Just everyone, you know, 
want a picture? Want this? And then they're trying to steal his baby. It, it was crazy. Oh wow! Yeah, it well, was. It was. Really give me some money. I'll give your your baby back. <laughs> yeah, <kind of laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. The, the showgirls were like, "Let's get a picture with the baby," and the baby loves it. My baby, yeah. my baby loves women. I don't know what his the showgirls. Ah, yeah, they yeah. took the baby. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't in the pictures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wife was right there. So, <laughs> but, but that's the entertainment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just, it's crazy. And it's just, it's so weird, like going from Grant's Pass to Vegas and you're like, wow, people are so different. But like you said, they're just being nice. They're not. It is. And, and that's why you can't be in a culture where you're, you're locked up yeah. too long because then you start losing where you don't want to interact with people anymore. And I said, uh, you know, we're a human race. Uh, we love to be around people. Mm-hmm. It's our nature. And I go, if you take that away too long, then you'll find people getting together like we are, mm-hmm. and then they all fight. Yep. Because, oh, well, you're wrong, and you're wrong, and you're listening to politics, and your politics right. is different than my politics. We saw a lot of that with the uh, Trump-Biden thing, I right? It hasn't finished. It has not finished. No. Has not still finished. happening. Yeah, with this and, new COVID variant coming oh. up. I think we're going to see a whole new ballgame. Isn't the, the, they have a new variant that they oh. named after the Transformers, yes. the Decepticons? Yeah. or yeah. No, Omni oh, Omnicron. Yes. I swear to God, yeah, Omnicron is a character in Transformers. It's I'm not. I, or it's, it's, tell me I'm wrong. Type in the comments below. It, we, we need to get the Joe Rogan money so we can have a, a little a dude over there Googling stuff for us. Right. Oh, I could do <laughs> it. Omnicron What am I talking correct. about? Oh, that's right. oh, yeah. I could do it on this laptop, but yeah. I really don't care, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll figure that one out well, later. I, just, I think it's more like I believe Corona is a thing. I think it's, yeah. it's definitely a serious thing. It is. But... I also believe it's we're being pushed in a direction we shouldn't be pushed in. We should not mandate the vaccine or the masks. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's just common sense. Just if people are wearing it, be kind. Don't don't be a jerk. Don't yep. don't it's yell your at choice. somebody. If you yep. go to Walmart and the the workers like, hey, put on a mask. Don't be mean to them. Yep. It's their job. Yep. They're trying to support their families. Yep. Well, so. the mask is a big thing. Yeah. Because my kids don't like wearing the mask. Yeah. And they don't think uh, any kid does. They don't. And they and they like, I'm not gonna play sports with a mask on. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense when you're restricting it and yeah. you're breathing. And it's, I'm like it's dangerous. It's dangerous. And I go, hey, if those people want to wear them, let them wear them. It should be a choice. But mandating it, it was like you're really going to filter that microscopic germ. It's it's to really make people feel good, in my opinion. The mask was put into place. Even Dr. Fauci said it. Oh, it's there to make people feel good, like we're doing something. But it really doesn't stop the virus, okay? There's proof on it. Yeah. And I said, oh, you know, now spitting on somebody and stuff, hey, it works great. But for the virus part of it, um, uh, it doesn't do any good. My kids are not wearing the masks. They try to avoid places that require the masks. So they will not uh, patron those businesses. And you're seeing it loosen up a lot. Now, if you drive around the country, you wouldn't even know COVID exists. Yeah, I... I yeah. I just went, well, California is an exception. California's obviously. California is a little bit Nevada, Nevada is mothers. a little bit looser. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've done plenty of interviews with, and I asked that question, how is it? What, how does it feel where you're at? You know, yeah. and one, and one example was in Tennessee. It's like you, you, you wouldn't even, like you just said, it's like it doesn't even exist. Nope. But then again, there's something to say that those particular communities have uh, spiked now, is it because they're wearing a mask or not? No, it's probably because they're not vaccinated. But I'm going to halt <laughs> that one because we're not getting any more political on here. I, I'm, nope. We've covered this in every, almost every single episode. If you would like to discuss it later, we can. Sure. But I have more important questions. Okay. Because no one wants to hear about COVID. They're sick. No, COVID's right? old news. We don't want to. You are in the Air Force Reserve. Correct. Were you uh, full-time in the Air Force early in your career? Correct. What I've... was your job? Well, I was, uh, I've been 30 years nonstop service uh, in the United States Air Force and the Air National Guard and now the Air Force Reserve. So I've been in all three components of the Air Force without a break in service. I was active duty and I was a uh, intel guy. So I uh, lived in Germany and they put me on a plane and I didn't know a soul and they dropped me off and I'm like, uh, Germany, didn't they not like us at one time? You know, history started with Hitler was here. And that, was, stuff. that was 80 years ago. Oh, yeah, that was 80 years ago. But that's how I felt. And it turned out to be the best experience of my life to be in a foreign country. 
I traveled as a young age. I just went to borders and just drove and we just landed and we interacted with the people even though we couldn't speak their language. Did you pick any up? I picked up a little bit. I'm a bit, uh, you know, yeah. Oktoberfest stuff. Hot you know fluka. <laughs> yeah, okay, all right, whatever. <laughs> you know, beer. But um, no, I, I learned how to interact with the Germans. And when you do that, they become your best friend. Yep. I mean, if you try to learn their culture and respect who they are, they bring in like nothing. They'll give you food all day long and drinks. Hmm. But if you act like, um, no, I don't want to eat your food because I don't know what it's called or whatever. They take it as an insult. And so you got to have a little bit of culture of trying things that maybe you never try again, but then you might like it. Don't I know it? My stepmom yeah. is German. Oh, okay. Moved here when she was 19 or 20. My dad married her, obviously, stepmom. Yeah. And that culture never left. And so I inherited that culture at eight years old. And it, it's it's funny you say that. I'd have friends come over, yeah. and if they didn't acknowledge her and say hello when coming in the home, they were assholes. Yeah. And she no longer liked them. And it took like twenty seven more times of them coming over and specifically hello, Karen, hello, Mrs. Hello. Pierce, how are you? Hello, yeah, hello, <laughs> hello, hello, bitte. Um, but yeah, she, same with the food. Yeah. She was a great cook, lots of German, and I and I knew what it was. But I had friends come over, stay the night, whatever, have dinner, and then beef rouladen was made, and it was, and that's a rolled up thin slice of meat with onions and peppers and whatever rolled up, little little skewers to wrap them up. They're, they're beautiful, they're gorgeous, they taste great, but it looks strange. And my friends were like, "I'm not sure what to do here," and she'd be offended. Just yeah. like you said. And, and yeah, that, that, that's no joke, man. Nail on head when it comes to the Germans, man. Just but I love them. Watch some Fear Factor. Suck it up. <laughs> suck no, it we're, up. Not, we're not making you eat dead snakes here, that's guys. Right. So, so you talked about the Air Force. So yes. That actually gave me the skills to survive today. It really did. And it's a camaraderie of, of what it is and everything and the people I've met. But the experiences, if I didn't leave my comfort zone in Grants Pass, Old Oregon here, okay? Yeah. Like some of my friends never leave, and then some did and come back. And I go, you have to see the world a little bit because it's not just Grants Pass, Oregon. I mean, there's a whole new world out there. And then when you go to a foreign country and you have to learn the money system and their cultures and customs and courtesies and laws, you go, sometimes they're freer than I felt in the United States. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you. In Germany, I felt freer than I do here right now in the United States. And... Uh, they also have cigarette vending machines on the corner. And, At least it did when uh, I was there. Beer machines. And, yeah. And, beer machines. Sticking yeah. a mark, here comes a pack of smoke. Sticking we a had mark, here's some beer. We had them on base. I go, you can get a beer and, and that vending machine, sure. You can get a Bitburger or whatever it was. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. cool. <laughs> and you only have to be 18. I was like, you know, but I have to say, I felt freer seeing a different uh, country and culture than I did in the United States. I go, hey, land of the free. Well, I have to tell you, the United States isn't the land of the free like it used to be, not with all these mandates and restrictions. And I'm like, hey, you know, I got this new tattoo. It says, we the people on it. See it? I've seen that. I like that. And I said, 1776. So the reason why we developed, uh, came with America is because we wanted to be free. And I said, when we start putting all these rules on us, then we might as well not, uh, we might as well just go how the other countries are doing it. And I have to say, JP and Nick, that we are the land of the free. We have to keep it free. And if we don't, then we're just going to bow down and slowly be a culture that's not the land of the free anymore. I don't think, I mean, it's going to go one of two ways. I don't think it's going to go the first one I mentioned. It's either going to turn, like you said, into a different country, Mm -hmm. slowly or surely. But I do believe that if it gets much worse, Mm -hmm. I don't want to go as far as to say a civil war is brewing, but Mm -hmm. I would definitely say at some point in time uh the patriots the true americans um they're gonna turn this thing around and this country will be just fine and i think we were heading that direction yeah (laughs) and we we but that's yeah i felt like we were really starting to feel good as uh in three more years we'll try it again well we're gonna try it again and i think people are gonna miss it i think i'm hoping that because we got it taken away that even the people that didn't like uh, the direction that they thought they were going, they're going to say, you know what? I, I think I kind of like that better. Right. And then in seven years, they'll try it again. 
And then 11 years, they'll try it again. Oh, unless we get, you know, a re-election. But that's, that's another thing about this, you know, the fact that there's no consistency in a program that has been built around inconsistency, if that makes sense. Yeah. Four years, eight years, you know, that... Well, so there's we, good and bad for both. There is. We're but, getting political again. Well, we're getting know. a yeah, but <laughs> but it's it's a topic that it's not going away. And I'm thinking if we had another four years to finish up with President Trump started, mm-hmm. I felt like we were honestly going in a better direction, whether you liked him or not. I said, let him do his job. I yeah. don't care. It doesn't affect me. I'm working, yeah. but the economy's doing good. Gas prices are down. I go, I'm kind of liking this guy. Yeah, it wasn't horrible. It wasn't at all. horrible. I, him, I, I, stop listening to he's him. He's not the greatest yeah. thing. Just stay off get Twitter, off, man. Yeah, get off Twitter. Get off Twitter. <laughs> get off Twitter. <laughs> stop and talking. Stop you know, engaging. But you know what? The policies. Guy, when it came to policies, uh, yeah, I, I, I have a hard time finding any complaint. Yeah. None. And, and if you do, I. I why? Yeah. But anywho, your favorite place okay. to travel as a dad that you've taken your children? Because I mean, uh, you mentioned earlier you love traveling. Yes. And I know New Orleans is not the answer. Uh, Europe uh, definitely was uh, pre-COVID in 2019. We went to on a Disney cruise, European cruise. Ooh. And went to Spain and Italy and... Uh, where else? What other? France. And we did the little touring thing there. And I think Italy was uh, probably the best. Um, uh, you saw the Vatican and saw all that stuff that you see on TV. They're like, wow, this is where there's stuff here. And yes. when you go in the Vatican, it is the most amazing thing in the world. I The, the jewelry and the um, all the luxuries uh, that, that they had over the years are in that Vatican and you're walking through there going, really, this is from what century? And you're like, and it really hits you like this started a long time ago. The Colosseum is there, you know, the Greeks uh-huh. and yep. or whatever the fighting. And I so people died here. I go, this is just unbelievable that I'm here. And I go, this does exist. So there is history. Oh, and yeah. if you learn history, I know there's a lot of people that want to erase history and I say, you can't erase because we learn from it. Yep. You erase it, you can't learn from it, and you're doomed to make the same mistakes. Even if you're going to make the same mistakes anyways, you're, the odds are... <laughs> We're learning right now from last year what we could do better mm-hmm. because we didn't like some of the rules and stuff. We're not going to do it that extreme this time. We're going to do it this way. It's called lessons learned. All military branches do it. We go into a conflict. We What did we do right? What did we do wrong? Let's make it better next time when we go into a conflict. We'll make it sure you have supplies next time. We'll make sure you have food next time. You have bullets next time. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Lessons learned. And we're always a culture of lessons learned. America is always going to learn good or bad. And we're learning right now that there's some things that we don't like, and we're going to have to make it better somehow. And we will. I think uh, the American people, you know, we want this to be a country that we all like. And if we can make exceptions here and there, I think everybody will be happy. But I hope so. I hope so, too, because I believe in this country. I mean, gosh, I put my life on the line for this country. And it's like people, some people get that. Some people don't. They think, oh, you're a patriot. What was that? Laugh track? Yeah. That, was, that was the one I meant to. But honestly... If you love this country, the land of the free, and we get to do all this stuff with technology and stuff, how cool is that? I mean, we are breathing this, and I think that if you restrict us to having to do this illegally, then it's a little different. Yeah, We're doing it because it's legal, and we're doing it because we asked permission to do it, and everybody says, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm. You know what I mean? Let me ask you this. Would you wear that shirt in the Vatican? Yes. Jesus loves you, bro. I love it. I would love to wear that in the Vatican. And, and you know, I'm not a Catholic. Uh, I was uh, raised around Catholic. Mm-hmm. But it's all God and Jesus yeah. and, and all that stuff. And I'm like, this is so overwhelming. You almost have to pinch yourself like you're in there. And they got these popes that are uh, embalmed or whatever you call it. Uh, they're, they're sitting there in their tomb. And I'm like, they're still there. Oh, that's crazy. And you're seeing this from 14th century Benedict, uh, Pope Benedict and all this stuff. And I'm like, that's him. 
And I go, that's way before our time with technology and stuff. And I'm mm -hmm. like, that really happened. Oh, yeah. You can't take away history and facts right in front of you. I go, who made that beautiful piece of jewelry? Oh, the 12th century, uh, the Romans did that or whatever and brought that as a gift. And I was like, how long did it take to make that? <laughs> a lifetime. And I'm like, and they have all these, I mean, you, you guys been there? No, I have not. I've been to Germany. Okay, so Germany is a is I've been another a bunch culture. of castles. Castles are amazing. Yeah. You're like, who built that one one stone at a time building? Right. But you don't see that now. We got we got machinery to do that. Yeah. Back then, it was pure muscle and manpower, and uh, you had to do it that way. And you're like, so I tell everybody, get out of their comfort zone, get out of Grants Pass, Oregon, get out of Southern Oregon, get out of the state of Oregon. And go see yeah, Nick. Yeah, yeah. Go to California. <laughs> Nick, it's a you ever, have you lived anywhere other than uh, Grants Pass, Nick? Uh, Roseburg. Oh Roseburg. my God, that's nuts. <laughs> that's basically Grants Pass too. I spent three weeks in the, uh, Tijuana, though. Okay, oh, well, what, was it jail? Some of it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it was. <laughs> that's too Americanized, yeah, too. Yeah. But you that's know, that's a what? vacation. You didn't live there. No, it, it was not a vacation. I was in. Like the dirty part of Tijuana, I was and like, you appreciate was, where you're from. It was it was a lot of fun though. I was okay. right out of high school, surfing for three weeks, drinking, having a good time, yeah. just being a kid, and yeah, it was really really cool. But you wouldn't want to bring your family down there for I a would family never vacation. Take my family to where I went, no. All right. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> we'll leave it at TJ, that. I, I'm going to have to dive into that one another time. <laughs> so really, what was it like? No. <laughs> where has, where in the United States would you say you're, you and your kids like most to travel to? Because I know what my, my answer is, and it always has to base around the food. Mm, well, I'm going to say Florida. Yeah. Because That's my answer. Florida, I, I just got back. Okay. From where? Where'd you go? Uh, Orlando. Okay. So I have to say the Orlando is full of diversity. You got people from all over, but they appreciate that they are in the United States. And I like that. Yes. And I'm like, wow. And you give tips and you, you're nice to everybody. And I love the culture, eating all the good food. Like you said, uh, Florida has a little bit of everything, but their governor down there, DeSantis, um, really makes it really easy to be part of that state. I mean, you feel like, I want to be a Floridian. and uh, Until you drive in. Until you drive in it, and then you're like, I want out of Florida. <laughs> but, yeah, the traffic there is not the best. But they have so much growth going on right now because people want to be free, and they opened up their borders to say, come. Yep. Tourism is their bread and butter, and without it, Florida wouldn't survive. Yeah. We try to get down there once a year uh, with my other radio station, Pirate Radio, is actually Dania Beach, which is between Ooh. Fort Lauderdale and Miami, yep. Hollywood right there. Yep. That's, Hollywood, that's, yeah. that's home base for really? Pirate Radio. Um, okay. It's a couple employees work there, and we do a bunch of work, but I love that area. Yep, me too. And the fish tacos. Oh, fresh mahi mahi. Ah. You can't you can't do anything better. You nope. can, you cannot do it better. And then I mean, literally steps to the beach. You can go snorkeling. You can go diving. You can go surfing. You can go sailing. You can go fishing. You can, I mean, it's so awesome. And did I mention the fish tacos? Yes, yes. It <laughs> fish is. Tacos. It I'm is. Gonna have to go. And, and fish tacos. Granted, I've never been in there in the summer. It's always it is. It's, hot it's always summer. spring. Yeah. Or a little bit in the winter time. Oh. But it during those times. It's not so humid. It's just perfect. And I, you know, of course, I've yet to live through a uh, hurricane, or uh, you know, haven't yeah. seen one of those yet. But nope. I, I, I honestly live in Florida. I wouldn't have any problem with it. Nope. I've been there enough. In fact, I just recently went to Hawaii, and if given the option, it's I'm going to Florida over yeah, Hawaii. Over over Hawaii, I've been there too. I'd rather live in Florida. Right. I've got and, a good buddy that lived in Hawaii for like two years, and he said it was the most boring place ever. Like, you can only do so much on an island for, for so long. Yeah. Right. And then it's like, what do I do? <laughs> I can't go anywhere. <laughs> I'm stuck. Yeah, you feel claustrophobic. Yeah. And I was only there a car for a and week. Drive, you're yeah. in another state yeah. in no time, mm -hmm. and uh, you're still on U.S. soil on the continent. You know, I mean, it's just different. But no, Florida would beat uh, Hawaii. Ditto, right here. Well, Love that. All right, now you've like totally taken two of my fast five questions today. So. Oh, oh <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm like, did you go through my phone? Chris, <laughs> yeah. if you could have a billboard yeah. of anything you wanted, what would it be? 
And you can put anything on it. Is this paybacks for uh, billboard? <laughs> and can put anything on it. Um, I I would say uh, <laughs> uh, get out and enjoy life. Get out and enjoy life, and 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 go out of your comfort zone. Awesome. There you go. That's three out of five. What's yeah. your favorite meal to cook for your kids? <laughs> <laughs> the easiest <laughs> pizza uh yeah pizza hey be ready in 20 yeah, minutes on speed dial we have a yeah. segment that we call yeah. the fast five nick asks our guests oh, five questions okay and as he just previously mentioned uh, i inadvertently asked yeah. you two of those apparently okay and the other two were i know on the list too so yeah. it's going to be a, a furious one today unless you come up with other questions nick but We'll get to that in a little bit. Okay. okay. What's the best thing about being a father to Chris Barnett? Um, is I'm a provider. Um, I want my kids to have it better than I did growing up, and I think every dad wants that, and, and mom wants uh, their kids to have a better environment than they grew up in, whether my environment wasn't that bad, okay? Uh, we had what we – my dad worked hard. My mom stayed at home. It was the way things were. We didn't have a lot of money to do anything. We didn't do the traveling. We didn't do any of that stuff. So now I try to go, okay, you're going to do something that I didn't get to do as a kid. We're going to go on family vacation, and we're going to just bite the bullet, spend some money, even though uh, my parents were, you know, we, we, we just got by. So we didn't have that extra money. And I said, if you don't do those extra things, even though it costs money, you'll regret it down the road. And you'll be like, I wish I could have done that. I wish it was just paper money, right? I said, did you survive still? Yeah, so spend the money. Go go do that adventurous thing that that you never, uh, you always wanted to do. And my in-laws are doing that now. We, we sold their house for them because I'm a realtor and, and we sold their house. And I said, get out of Grants Pass. They haven't been out. They're out there enjoying themselves. They're sending me pictures of El Paso and they went to San so Antonio cool. and the Grand Canyon. Never saw these things. And I'm like, how old are you guys? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And and so they are like, thank you for getting us out of our hole. I mean, our compound. Because it was work, you know, clean the house, TV, bed, repeat. And I go, there's more to life than that. Gosh, there is. Oh, yeah. But a lot of people don't understand. You got to break that. Yeah. It's, I don't know if it's my job to break it from them, but I can absolutely push in the right direction and emphasize that. You got to see the world, man. Gotta it's, see the it's, world. it's, it's, it's an amazing place. And the memories you make with your kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's you, what I th- want. That's they're forever and ever. And let me tell you a story. I, I just recently, I don't know if we're friends on Facebook, so you may already know this, but literally we just had the Thanksgiving holiday mm-hmm. every single year. Growing up as a kid into my forties, we would go to the grand, the house my grandfather built in Sonora, California. That's where we went for Thanksgiving, whether it was a girlfriend or the lady or the wife down the line. It just, that's where if Thanksgiving and the Pierce family, that's where we went. And if you were a part of my family or any way attached on Thanksgiving, you came with. So the kids, uh, my son's now 11. My baby girl's eight. Oldest is almost 17, like I mentioned. So they got 10, 11 years out of this. Uh, my father passed away a few years ago, okay. and stepmom, the German, she's not doing so well. She uh, got Alzheimer's, and we had to put her in a care facility. But to fund the care facility, mm-hmm. we had to sell the family home, and that killed me. I, I still think I still think there was another option, at least three or four, but that's neither here nor there. Sure. Bottom line, is this was the very first Thanksgiving that... I didn't get to go to the house my grandpa built where I spent my summers. I couldn't bring my kids there. We couldn't do all the cool stuff that we did every single year, whether it be the day before, the day of, and the day after. Mm. Just routine, tradition. And it killed me inside. And my kids, why can't we do this? Why can't we go there and try to explain to them, you know, the I don't need to stress them with all those things of life. So we ended up going to my sister's house. She lives in Nevada, three hours from Sonora, California. Okay. On Friday morning, I decided we're not going home. We're driving to Sonora. Took a detour, and we did, on the Friday that we always do after Thanksgiving, did all the stuff we normally did. We went, rode the stagecoach in Columbia. We got the ice cream, went to the candy shop. I visited my family who were dead in the cemetery. We did all the stuff we normally do. And then I drove home. So it was an extra six-hour drive on top of the seven-hour drive to begin with. But memories were made, tradition 
still holding strong. And I made a pact with myself that I'm buying that damn house back. Okay. One day. Hopefully sooner than later. Because my grandpa built it with his bare hands in his 70s. Wow. And uh, anywho, I got really, really motivated, Nick. (laughs) And the point of that whole story was making memories. And that is the most beautiful thing when it comes to... You know, sure, I spent money. Yes, it took a little extra time. So what? They now are going to remember that. Mm-hmm. And one day, hopefully, they bring their children there because they better because that's where I'm going to be buried. We got the family plot. Say, hey, but, here's where dad was. Yeah. You know what I mean? But <laughs> and, I think that's true. Right. You got to make memories today for the kids while you only have them for 18 years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, they may be there longer. Okay. Yeah. They may be in your basement. Yeah, exactly. But uh, <laughs> a little longer than that. But honestly, I wish I had a basement. Yeah, I know. You have 18 years to kind of mold these these children. And you're like, okay, I hope that I give them a little bit of experiences that they can pass on to their family. Because I have some memories with my parents, even though we didn't go a lot of places, we still had some traditions of good eats or my mom would cook some good food. We had some traditions still. You make them. You make them no matter what, right? And then you get... Stuck talking. Well, back when I was a kid, we used to do this and that and catch frogs. And it's like, well, maybe sometimes you need to do that stuff. Yeah, definitely. We mentioned at the beginning of this podcast that Chris Barnett's a radio guy. That's right. And uh, you notice I kicked in my radio voice. Kicked in his radio voice. I did. I just I, did I it right off the bat. Never stopped. Oh, uh, well, there's <laughs> more. That there's more. Radio? There's the more bravado. Radio? Yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm not puking into the mic, uh, Chris. Not, Come on, no, no. Barnett. Hey. Uh, what was the very first radio station you worked at? How old were you when you first cracked that mic? And do you remember the slogan slash call sign of that station you worked for? I sure do. Let's hear it. uh, Las Vegas, uh, KKLZ, um, where the LZ stands for Led Zeppelin. So KKLZ in Las Vegas, Nevada. Not much variety there. No, (laughs) not much variety. I was, I went to school, national broadcasting school, and then I did an internship at KKLZ radio. And I was like, KKLZ, that's a big station in Vegas at the time. KLUC was the top 40 station. I wanted to work there, but KKLZ, we had a big giant boom box, mobile boom box on a trailer. Right. That we'd go to functions and we'd broadcast out of this boom box back when cassettes were uh-huh. cool and stuff like what's that. What's a cassette? Yeah, what's a cassette? I don't know. <laughs> CDs and stuff. But it was like live on location, fun stuff. And I was like, oh, I love Vegas. And then I wanted to move back to Oregon. So I got a job at KTMT in Medford, you know, which is still around. Power 93 back then. Yeah. Power Power 93, KTMT, uh, blah, 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 blah. Now, it, now it's part of uh, the radio station group that shall not be named. Yeah, we don't, we don't <laughs> want to, you know. And then at KBOI, I worked there for a little bit, too. And you Ditto. did, too. Ditto. So we knew some of the same people we were talking. And uh, uh, KLDR Radio here in Grants Pass is where I ended up. And, uh, you know, I fill in where I can. But I, 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 did, I, I worked at that radio station for a long time. Yeah. So KLDR is a great station, and uh, it's right here in Southern Oregon. But uh, oh, and I did a, a radio station in Texas in San Angelo, Kixie ninety four point seven, which is still Kixie, there because I 4. drove. 7. Yeah, Kixie ninety four point seven did the overnight show, and uh, it was so much fun. So I, I don't do country stations. I just cannot do country music. I could now, but I couldn't. It's then. a lot more poppy. Rocky it than it was in the 80s and 90s. Correct. So I could do it today, yeah. but and I've always the, been a top 40 shot. The 80s and 90s are now country stars. Yeah, <laughs> they are. Crazy. You know? It's crazy. Our, our buddies from Lit, yeah. the band Lit, that did a country album. Mm-hmm. They, I written, just dropped your name, boys. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, they've actually go. written five of the top country songs over the last 10 years. Wow. Yeah. And yeah, they, they, they call them crossovers. So mm-hmm. you find a lot of the stations playing country songs. And I was playing them at KLDR and I'm like, should I have Twain? And she country? Well, she kind of goes into the pop yeah. side of things, Taylor Swift and Faith Hill and some of those Garth Brooks songs. And I was like, well, they, they're good music. Yeah. So why not play them on the radio station? So let yeah. me ask you this. So your kids, you come home, all right. And, and your kids, you know, in this scenario, they're all playing with their friends and they're all at the house for some reason. And dad walks in the door and their friends go, hey, that's your dad. Hey, that's my dad. What does he do? Do they go, oh, my dad's in the Air Force? Or do they go, 
my dad's a realtor, or my dad works in radio. <laughs> Which is it? Or is it a combination of all three, or does it fit the mood at the time? It's, well, now with social media, it's kind of a combination of all, because they're plugged into social media. So they go, oh, your dad does the Air Force stuff. Oh, your dad's a realtor. I saw his home on there. And, and then they say, oh, I, I saw him do a live radio broadcast somewhere. So I think the radio comes first, because that's the coolest, yep. okay? yep. So everybody wants to be a radio DJ, and then when you're in line somewhere, somebody says, hey, you sound like you're on the radio. And I go, well, it's because I was, <laughs> or I am. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you sound just like you do on the radio. I go, because I don't have that puke voice, you know. That, you know what I'm that talking about. That sounded like Clinton, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, did it? Yeah, well, but I didn't inhale. Yeah, I didn't inhale. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know how you do voices on the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, but uh, no, you just got to be you. And I said, if you're going to be a good broadcaster, be you. People just want to hear a personality. They don't want to hear this fake person. If you if you go back to the days of radio and you hear these professional broadcasters, they didn't mess up not once. And if you messed up, oh, you're like, oh. And I go, now you just roll with it. Yeah, you you acknowledge it, keep going. You acknowledge it. Sometimes you don't uh, have to acknowledge it. Mm. But if it was a real bad, you know, foot in the mouth, I didn't mean to say that. Then I then I'd stop and go. You all heard that, right? You, <laughs> you, you, you do realize what the hell just happened. I apologize. <laughs> the mic was on you know? and you forgot to <laughs> yeah. shut it off. Yeah. Oh, man, we had a few of those oh, yeah. in the morning show. Oh, yeah. You know, he, you know, I was co-host, so I didn't run the board. And uh, he forgot, or he hit it, but it was such an old board at Opus, wink, yeah. wink. And it didn't turn off. And the, and the light, the bulb in it was broken, so you didn't know if it was on you or not. Know. So, yeah, you know, we'd go off the air and then, you know, F this, little S there. Bad words, and then the phone would ring. Hey, you guys, yeah, you're still. This was a listener. You guys are still on the air. I can hear you. <laughs> I was like, that's pretty cool. Hey, Cosmo, you want to turn that thing off, man? Oh. Yeah, and you and you secretly go over there and go or pot it down, right? And know? then and then for the next five minutes, you're like this. FCC. FCC. I'm going to be fired. I'm going to be fined. Remember, that's how scary it was. It was like, oh, the yeah. FCC is going to pull your license and you're off the air back when you needed a license. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, I had the old fashioned FCC license you had to put on the wall. And I was like, they could take that away from you. It was a big threat. Yeah. Something just happened. Something just whirled. Was it this one? Oh, it was that camera. Okay, oh, good. We okay. made it 50 minutes on that Whoa. time. Like it said it was going to do. Well, the last time it didn't, but yeah. anywho, All that's right. awesome. Man, this is so much fun. I want to keep going. Oh, but we're almost out of time. Are you good? Are we, are we okay to hang out for a few more minutes? Yes, Okay. Because I see your, your things beeping and blinking. I know my watch keeps and- going on. I got the smart watch, yeah. right? But it goes off all the time when I don't have my phone. I left uh-huh. my phone in the yeah. other room. So I'm connected. Yeah. Love that. Nick, yes. Do you have a fast five? I have a fast one. This okay. I was right. So fast I, one is I was okay. just because well, the two of those questions that I asked yeah. you, I, I'm like, he asks every single guest. Oh. So maybe this is your clue to mix it up, man. All right, add or, some new questions, or, or I don't ask them, or I just I talked too much the last couple episodes, and you're like, I'm taking back over the reins. <laughs> oh, is that is that what's happening today? <laughs> what's happening here? The war of the radio gods. I didn't take well, when you two before. when you took put two. <laughs> personalities like ourselves who right. happen to both work in radio <laughs> over the many, many years. You, it's amazing you got a word in it all, Nick. I know. It is. I'm it pretty is. impressed. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Okay. So, favorite concert you've taken your kids to? Uh, you know what? It would be the Firehouse one. Really? Uh, because uh, Tesla just showed up. That was another fun yeah. one. Okay. Uh, got, I got to introduce a band and do all that in Firehouse. I was at the Firehouse one. But I think uh, the kids really like that one. And we, we've been to some Christian bands, too. The Newsboys. I think oh. that was another one I was going to mention. So let's say the Newsboys. Okay. Cool. Because they were all there for that. Yeah. that Was it. Was that one in Medford? Recently? Medford. Yeah. Okay. It was Medford. And it was some years ago. But yeah. the kids remember. And it was a big uh, Christian act uh, of a whole bunch of different bands. Right. And I said, the Newsboys rocked. I go, I like the Newsboys. Yeah. And it was packed. It was like one of the biggest concerts I've so been in Southern Oregon. That's the ticket. Christian music and Christian country music. Christian music and, and country music. Not doing a pass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Country, rockers, Christian music. Man. Yeah. In Medford. Yes. That's the show you got to put well, on. So I brought a thousand foot crutch to Medford. Like that was one of my biggest shows. We had 3000 kids show up yeah. to a small church. Oh, wow. Couldn't fit 3000 kids in that thing, but we did. 
It yep. was fantastic. Fantastic. It's good, clean yeah. fun. And you know, all the concerts we've done at Medford, Five Finger Death Punch, just all the big ones yeah. have done so good. And we do stuff in That's awesome. Grants I would say like, Christian music does very well in yeah. Southern Oregon. So, yeah. yes, it does. So, do your kids use your connections to meet people? Like, I know my daughter does a lot. <laughs> I would say no. I, I would say that they're connected on their tablets and their phones, their phones, oh. or, and uh, I would say they're connected with their school and their sports, and I really don't have a lot to do with it. Okay. Now, can I get them certain things in on this and that? Sure, but really, they've found their little niche with their sports and engagement in their school and uh, uh, extra uh, curricular programs like like DECA, uh, FBLA, stuff like that. And I was like, good. The thing, the key to, to keeping your kids out of trouble is keep them involved in things. Sports and class, I mean, they may complain, but they're not going to be in trouble. And when you don't engage with them, that's when they want your attention. They're going to get in trouble. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be like, oh, I need to spend more time with them. I'm working too much, right? I'm a workaholic. And that's, that's the, uh, the biggest pickle, man. That's yeah. At least for thing. me. Mm-hmm. I work hard, multiple yep. jobs. Sure. And this, it's busy. And mm-hmm. sometimes a certain guy will add more work to my plate. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> and uh, guy will do that. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. I love it. I love yeah. what we're doing. Um, but it takes a lot of time. And yeah. I'm thankful that I can do a lot of it at home. But... They'll come into my little space and in the middle of doing something and I'll be like, hold on, not right now. Go back inside. Yeah. And as it's coming out of my mouth, sure. I feel re- instant regret and I hate that. I don't want to be able to say that. I want to stop what I'm doing right now, but I cannot because I got to provide. Correct. And so what the hell? The only option is Spotify needs to buy this dang thing for $20 million. Exactly. <laughs> Bingo. We'll keep, Intense. and then we'll keep, then, then the workload will dramatically, inc- you know, Reduce, sure, and you get to spend more time with them. I, that, that's what I think. It that's might, what I yeah. hope. It might, it, or we might get super, super popular, and we might have to do more, more appearances, more this. More but I could take them with me, man. There you go. I can travel yes. with my kids. You all, we we got to go to Vegas for an appearance. Let's roll. That's you right. know we got we got to fly to New York for be on Jimmy. I'm in. Let's roll. We are let's, We should be able to bring the kids on these appearances with us. I think it should well, be a prerequisite. You, you, be. Now with the RVing, the way it is, I've seen the RV world. They're all decked out with all these equipment and all. They have Wi-Fi. Yeah, they have an internet connection. <laughs> There's Take that a show on the road. Yeah, baby. yeah, yeah. I'm thinking put a podcast in a Sprinter van, like like a, that's that that dang show you made me watch. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the true true story. Oh, true story. If you like Kevin Hart, Wesley yeah. Snipes, and yeah. Netflix, okay. Wesley, this is not a funny show. It's okay. not a comedy. Serious. Yeah, show. it's it's pretty crazy. It is, yeah, it, but it, the Sprinter van, it's anyway, perfect. Yeah, we can set a podcast up yeah. to one of those things. Go yeah. cross country. Do it. Hit the road show. The <laughs> yes. road show. That is my only regret of okay. it being not able to, you know, be a, with them as much. So Even though I'm there a lot, a lot. I'm still around right. a still lot. Around. They say he's around, but is he engaged? Oh, I am there. That is, uh, it only okay. takes a moment to make a moment, man. Okay. Yeah. That's it. So my, my biggest dilemma, my daughter, my 17 year old, she is so busy doing stuff and she finds the most inopportune times to want to hang out. Like, she'll come around 11 yep. o'clock at night. You want to watch a movie? <laughs> no. I want to go to bed. How do you deal with that? How do you how do you get them to understand, hey, let's watch a movie four hours ago. That would be cool. It, it's only on their time. Right. You understand? Yeah. It, the world revolves around the teenage brain. Yeah. Correct. I'm like, you, you just played the entire Beatles black album in, in your white album or whatever in your room. Yeah. You could have come out four hours ago. I just, just saying. <laughs> So random yeah. things that just make yeah. you think, oh, okay. Well, you've, you've entered tomorrow. that area. Yeah. You've entered yeah. that area where it's going to be rough for the next few years, but then 22-ish rolls around, 23, they mature a lot more, and then they come back. Yeah. I want to go hang out with dad. Yeah. So he's kind of, you got to hold well, on, I'm man. I'm dealing with that with my oldest. That's, that is actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. They do. They separate, and then they come back, and everybody tells me that. They go, hey, they're just going through a phase. But later I don't on, like it. No, right? I don't like it either. <laughs> no. I do not like it. And I was like, I don't remember this happening when I was growing up. And we were in a bubble. We were not a bubble. We were just tunnel vision and we didn't see it. Now I see it and I'm like, they know everything. Isn't the crazy um, circle of life this thing is? It's the circle of life. And this show will repeat itself and never get old because there's always people that are engaged in, and understand what we're going through. Always. 
and it may change with technology and stuff like that, but parenting is still parenting and it's not going to change. That's the way it's always been. And there you have it. He is Chris Barnett of Realty Executives in Southern Oregon, a former, no, a current member of the Air Force, a former full-time active duty member of the Air Force, and most importantly, he's a dad. No, you thought I was going to say radio. <laughs> I thought you were going our to. Our and, uh, hey. and yes, <laughs> but, he yeah, is a radio guy. Yep, I'm a radio guy. It's in your blood. Once it's in your blood, JP, like you, Nick, it, it's in your blood. It is. And you can't get it out. Yeah. Hey, KLDR, I know you're going to check this one out. Give me a call. Or give me a call. Yeah. Or give us both On the call. hotline. Yeah. <laughs> I do, I'll do it all, man. I'll even clean the toilets. Like yeah. I'm saying, I'm asking for a job on a podcast. Boy, have we gotten desperate. <laughs> Or or is it wow. genius? It might be. Dun, dun, dun. I think you're dropping some good hints right there. Serious XM. Make sure to check us out <laughs> online, dadcast.co. And, of course, if you're watching this on the YouTube channel, like it up, subscribe. Uh, if you have a comment or a question for Mr. Barnett, you're looking to buy a house, hit him up. Right. But in a few months, you're going to want to hit Nick up. But that's neither here nor there. We'll discuss that in the future episodes. <laughs> Thank you for hanging out. Thank you for watching. Chris Barnett, you've been an amazing guest. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. And Thank we'll you, check, Nick. We'll check out all of you next week. See it.